Welcome, everybody, to this week's Full Spectrum Cycling Show. Number 108. 108. 108. Don't want a fever that high, I guess, or something. I don't have anything else for 108. Hey, it's like Highway 100, and I kind of grew up in old stomping grounds in the Hills Corners. Yeah, those mean streets. There you go. <laughs> was that still the 414 out there in Hales Corners yep, at that back time? Then it yep, was. Yep, yeah. yeah. I don't think it is anymore. So I most. don't think it is. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, is the, that a the new Berlin 262? I think the new Berlin is 262. The Hales, I believe, is still 414 because it's Market County. Right on. Well, it there's was, it, there's your civics it, lesson, everybody. It was and or is 414. Yay. <laughs> Day. <laughs> Day. Here in, in the 414. Milwaukee. Some uh, things going on around town that warranted at least rolling by. Indeed. What was that? So the Nomad thing was uh, was Fred from 414. Uh, too much metal. Too much metal. Too much metal for one hand. Too right. Much rock for one I remember hand. that sticker's been around for a long time. <laughs> yep. Yep. And he yeah, kind of has the 414. They unfurled his flag on City Hall for today, that kind of thing. What the heck? That's pretty cool. I saw that today. It's a four, and then it's a one, and and then it's a four. It's amazing. And it's, well, for some reason, I don't know. So I was kind of shooting for 414 to get to Nomad because that's when it started. Ended up sitting down at 420, which was like... 420 and 4 would bore me, man. Pretty cool. Aaron's like, here you go. I'm like, yeah, not right now, man. At 420 and 420. And 422, because 422 is 420. What are we going to do when it's 41414? When's that going to be? 3014. 2014, like 3014. Can we get back? Can I go through the wormhole? (laughs) It could happen. You never know. It could happen. Go through the Arthur C. Clarke world. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Hey, in important news, folks. This is important. (laughs) If you do live in the aforementioned 414 or anywhere in Milwaukee County, uh, check out the link in the show notes. You know, it'd be really cool if you go to the show notes anyway, uh, just so you can see all the beautiful pictures and whatever else, and, and check the links out. So this one is um, Milwaukee County is introducing a bill before the county board will significantly limit it, a safe and healthy outdoor activity in our county parks. Mountain biking. I think they want to have more of their thumb on what's going on. But one of the things that this article mentions most immediately is the Alpha Trails out in Franklin, which were built oh, to be mountain bike trails. Right. We use those for NICA training events and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what the hell those people are thinking, but if you're in Milwaukee County, check the link out. It'll give you your supervisor and your district to go lean on. So, you know, so we got that going for us. Got any other 414 news over there? Mm, No, it was a great day. It was was chilly. Yes. But not the end of the world. (laughs) It was chilly. Oh, much chili was did, had. Uh, I got to show Tony. I'm going to put the picture of this thing in the show notes. I, did you see this oh, thing yet? I have not seen that thing yet. Where'd you find that thing? That's a, that's a Steve MF Booth original. It's a 414 with a bike, folks. You can see a picture of it in the show notes. You if can. You're curious. He uh, you does sure the old block, buy those. block printing. Yes. Yeah, once we get the new place going, I think we will have some 
small quantity of these available for your purchasing pleasure. pleasure. And I don't, it's not a registered trademark version like uh, 414MKE, but Uh-oh. are you vibrating over there, Tommy? Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I think he was trying to that. get something going on or something. I don't know. Maybe. I was reaching for in my bag of goodies for another thing. Oh. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh here it is. It's, oh, yes. It's not me, Sven. It's a different Sven. But this <laughs> is his... Um, uh, sanity, sanit, sanitizer, sanitizer, Ta- sanitizer, insanity, sanitizer. Uh, right on. You know what? It it's just it, it's a uh, a hand cleaner that he makes for his friends. It's oh, kind of cool. Pretty nice. Of him. It's got a very isopropyl smell right off the bat, but then as you kind of rub your hands together and let it get in there, it gets really cool smells going. Interesting. It's like aromatherapy almost. Wow. If you're into that aromatherapy no. stuff. You're the one doing the back massaging. What's up with that? Oh, I feel so much better. I'm telling so, you. So what kind of roller? Tony was talking foam to me roller, before man. the show. Lay high, it all out. Say high it. density foam roller. Um, and I and and my buddy Sam telling me to stand up straight and keep my shoulders back because that'll be key. But no, literally the the three foot foam roller vertically down my spine with a pillow on my head or a blanket or a towel rather, and just roll back and forth slowly. While I listen to The Simpsons, because I can't quite see him. <laughs> but who needs to see him when you've seen him so many times? It's All you really want is to hear him. I mean, quite at this stage true. of my life, The Simpsons could be a radio show, and I'd still lose <laughs> it. Uh, so, yes, that and um, also the key that I have to say to everyone, anyone that uses a computer and sits at a desk, um, a little foam roller behind your shoulders while you're typing forces you to keep your back back <laughs> you don't slouch <laughs> right pegged against the back of the chair yeah you don't slouch so therefore as you roll and you can use it to kind of roll up and down a massage and i i've been doing this now i had a, i was out out of commission for a month and this is what's brought me back it's nice Da-da. and, and push-ups what's and push-ups. Oh, you gotta do push-ups gotta get your core strong you gotta, you gotta do push-ups what is that uh what size is that foam roller you use the long, I have a three foot long uh just an amazon basics i think it's a four inch diameter about like yay. A little bigger than that. Eh, six inch, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good size roller. Yeah, it's a nice roller. And the, it, you don't put that one behind your head, though. You put a smaller one. Um, I, I put a blanket behind my head. Oh, when I'm sitting in the chair, no, I put a small one. Gotcha. Um, and then the other one you put on is you can also use that same three-foot roller and do it the other way and roll your shoulders and your, your spine back up and down that way, too, which is... I bet if I figured it out, I could put an Amazon link to that very thing, and then we would get fat stacks when everybody buys it from the link on the show notes. I will send you that link. Send me that yes. link. Yeah. Let's see what anybody puts. Yeah, it's, it's I, I, I put one of those little so throw pillows, and I'm going to move it around yeah, here yeah. and there. This is way better. That's a way to support. And you know what's even better? When you start feeling like that, go, no. go over on the couch, and I lay down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that, but yeah. Uh, I, when... when <laughs> A year ago or whatever, I got I went and got a very nice task chair type chair. You know, a good ergonomic chair. Yep. Very expensive new. I went to this office referred place and got it for pennies on the dollar and it kicks major ass. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's one of the coolest things out there. Jeez. Uh, should put a link to that in the show notes, too. How, what, how do I do this? <laughs> i got to push a button over here or something. I don't know what's going on, man. Hey, welcome to the radio program caller. Who do we have on the line? It's Seely Dave. Seely Dave. Oh, Seely Dave. Hey. How's it going? 
It's it's going well. How are you guys doing? Good. I, I was a little surprised. I didn't recognize your number for some reason because I was kind of looking for somebody else that was calling in later. But I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. am I hey, am hey, I jumping? Am hey, I jumping dude. the gun here? No, nah, no. Um, oh, I just got to feel free to cut me off at any point. <laughs> I just got a call or uh, an email from Joshua Sutton, um, and he told me he was opening a shop in Valparaiso at some point in the not too distant future. So we said, call "Well, I'll call us up and tell us all about that." You know, they all say. Nice. What's happening up in Sealy? Well, yeah, I can be brief if, if you think you got another caller coming in, but um, I just wanted to give listeners an update on uh, conditions. Our trails have been closed for a while, most people know. Um, I, I guess down south there, you guys are all riding already. and um, But uh, we are ahead of schedule. So Ashwa Bay is opening this weekend. The Cable Bike Park is opening this weekend. And I got a shout in to the um, Sawyer County Forester to find out when uh, we might be able to open the trails in Sawyer County as, uh, you know, conditions are, despite the rain, um, you know, the war, we're, we're warmer than usual. And so our trails are built well and drain well and dry well. So I was out today checking out a, a Sealy Pass and Makwa and, uh, and they were, this morning they were iffy when it was still 29 degrees out, but, um, but by the afternoon, they were great. So if we got another three days of this sort of weather without rain, I think they're going to be rideable. So so our trails should be, all of our trails should be open pretty darn soon. Um, uh, you know, we have a county restriction that we have to follow the Forester rules. And same goes for ATV, UTV riders. And uh, so they tend to group us together. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, um, uh, I, I think that this season, you know, the sort of like La Nina year we've been experiencing, um, everything's, we're about two, three weeks ahead of normal schedule. So yeah, I, I think it's the COVID. It, it, it just it, wants people to come back because it's been pissing them off for a year. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll just make it warmer for you guys. Got my second poke. Uh, I, I got my second poke yesterday. So I'm feeling pretty, nice. pretty, pretty happy about that. And, uh, it afforded yeah, me. I, it afforded I, me two. Now. <laughs> right, right on. It afforded me two free beers at the four one four event at Nomad because you got one beer for your first shot and one beer for your second shot. I'm like, all right, it's already yeah, worth it. <laughs> that was sort of an, another reason that I thought I'd I'd call in. I, I, sadly, I, I'm I don't have any Wisconsin beer in my well four one four beer in my fridge right now. But um, <laughs> but I, I'm drinking out of a four one four mug from. Uh, I think I got it at Comet or something like that. But uh. oh, right on! I just picked up a four one four koozie, like I didn't already have enough freaking koozies. <laughs> but uh, yeah. let's. Uh, well, yeah, you well, can never have enough koozies. Where's that thing? There it is, top of the hill, folks. Dang old right top there. of the hill. Uh, there. Tony picked our selection today. Please tell us about the beer we're drinking, Tony. Uh, JK's still doing the. Oh, <laughs> well, you can give us an NA report on that because you said it was pretty good. So. Oh, I muted. Yeah, that's because that's Tonight. the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. Tonight, uh, <laughs> sadly, we're not having, as a matter of fact, it's a macro brewing owned company. We are having uh, the Lagunitas Hazy Wonder. Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Yeah, I know. I'm really bad at that name. I, I butcher it all the time. It's a 6% ABV unfiltered ale. Uh, when a bright idea strikes. Why do they say a light bulb goes off and not on? Do you ever do like theater of the air? Because 
your cadence. <laughs> yeah, I got a good voice for that. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, All right, thanks. Dave. Hey, um, got anything before we let you go this time? Or uh, I'll just what? tell you, I, I'm drinking a Sweet Child of Vine IPA um, from Fulton. It's like kind of their original 6.4 ABV, 69 IBU. It's a pretty sweet beer with a pretty darn good name. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just thought I'd check in. It's 414 day. Um, Absolutely. Watch the Campbell website. We're in the Facebook page. We're going to be opening up real soon. So um, plan your trips up north. The gravel is completely dialed. So um, that's always open. But uh, come on up and visit. Yeah, I'm going to tr- give it. I, I'm hoping to come up there before. I, I'm going to Decorah in mid-May, and I'm hoping to get up there before. But if not, it'll be like a, two weeks after I go to Decorah or something. So, yeah, well, just let me know, dude. I'm yep. actually sitting in uh, the rental unit right now because I'm on Squirrel Watch. We got like squirrel infestations <laughs> going on here, and I'm I'm like I'm all prepped to with my, to get my 22 caliber Pelican, but I'm I'm just doing recon right now like where the squirrels are are holding out nice <laughs> nice give them one more chance yeah all, all right. right boy cool day thanks Seely dave we'll talk to you soon you bet all right bye yep adios well there you go yeah i was uh Seely dave, dave folks uh didn't want to give him the bum rush but uh got another call welcome to program caller who do we have on the line Hey guys, it's Joshua uh, down super far south in Indiana, you know. Joshua, <laughs> it's kind of appropriate. We're talking to you on the four one four because you used to live in the four one four. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you who might know me from Milwaukee, I spent some time at Truly Spoken Cycles and the River West Public House. And before oh, we, oh, I'd be on that last one too. You know, before we even get started on your whole venture. You have one other dubious honor is that you and I were the first two to sleep out overnight to register for the River West 24. And you weren't even registering. Yeah, I, yeah. You just brought whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that it well, put you, that put you think, in Tony's esteem very high. Yeah. Yeah. So I think two things on that. For one, I think by now most people should know that the coolest thing you can do in the River West 24 is to be a volunteer and not to register. I think that's pretty set in stone. Absolutely. But as for their staying out all night, it was a lot of fun. I still love seeing the couple of photos we have from that. Uh, I do think we might have ruined it for everybody else in all the subsequent years to some degree. <laughs> yeah, that's their fault. Well, you know what? they got to have a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I mean, I... You know, it might be the only time I slept outside in Milwaukee proper. There you go. Yeah, I don't think I've actually. Yeah. Well, I did. I've slept in my backyard before, but that I don't know if that really counts. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't like a park oh, where somebody yeah. could come and poke yeah. me or throw dog poop at me or something. But, yeah. but enough yeah. of that. We I'm got way more important news. Happen. What What important news you got? Uh, it, I want to hear his important. Oh, news. okay, yeah, we, that's so. That's why he's calling in. Yeah, Joshua Sutton. Also, to give us your oh. little Avis connection real quick too, because if somebody's in the industry listening to our sure. fantastically oh, yeah. witty radio program here, they probably know you from Avis. Yeah. So my other claim to whatever was that I worked at uh, the ninety-plus-year-old German bike lot company Avis, uh, U.S. 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 and I believe still North uh, American. Well. Headquarters for the bike locks in Chicago still. Shout out to my buddies, Phil, and other friends who are still there. 
uh, doing the good stuff. And I, I hate to say it, I drink the Kool-Aid enough. I still honestly think some of the best bicycle locks out there. <laughs> I, I do. I go to trade shows. I, I, I buy a lot of stuff at the shop I'm working at right now. And it's, I look at the other locks and I, I think there's something to be said for ABIS still. So. Yeah, I think I know. I know I have two of them. Um, granted, one of them was given to me for testing many years ago, which was their like super extra long, heavy duty fat bike one to do for fatbike.com. Bordeaux big. Bordeaux yeah. big. Bordeaux that thing big, is super, yeah. but it's really freaking heavy. I knew a guy that used to work <laughs> yeah. for Abus. Uh huh. Who happened to give me one of those locks? His name was. Um, Oh, it was Joshua. <laughs> what a smart uh, Alex. Yeah. No, that must have been a little mouse or something like that. It was something like that. <laughs> was that after you got your wheel stolen or before? It was... <laughs> Shut up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the only thing... I shouldn't remember Tony feeling like the lock stuffed up the same a little bit, too. But that just gives the bike character. So. <laughs> right? Yeah. So after, after I left Abus, I went back to working at the bike shop I had been working at in Valpo. Um, and then I slowly also started up the little mouse and sort of doing some fun local, very family friendly rides around here. Um, got really into the whole coffee outside thing for a little bit, even though I don't, I only drink decaf a couple times a week now. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just, li- uh, living the, the shop life. Um, I'm definitely tend to be a little bit of a buyer, so. Um, so Join the club. With the pandemic here, it's not like keeping my eyes glued to a screen, ordering whatever I can. Right. Right on. So you're opening your own shop coming up not too far down the road? Yes. Yes. So I can't take all the credit. It's still hush-hush, but um, I don't, I'm hopefully this podcast is big enough that this actually outs me and, uh, Northwest Indiana, we'll see. Yeah, I bet, I bet <laughs> um, we, but we're close enough. We, we have at least one listener there, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, it, so in the Val, Valparaiso, greater Valparaiso area? Yes. Right on. Yeah. So um, I can't take all the credit. Um, um, it's, it's called Trail Yard. It's going to be a restaurant and a bar and a bike shop. So we took, sort of took that trend of, oh, yeah, a bike shop plus one. <laughs> and just sort of made it bike shop plus whatever, like the kitchen sink. So there's some other yeah. fun ideas. I don't want to promise anything we can't deliver on. Um, <laughs> but we've got this nice little piece of property. It's in, it's technically outside of Valpo, but it's pretty much in Valpo. Just enough outside though, that you feel like you're getting out of Valpo, but close enough that you can easily ride your bike. I mean, no questions asked to downtown Valpo. Right on. Uh, hopefully the, yeah, hopefully, definitely. It's funny too because it's very much like a compound. I mean, a little bit of land, uh, multiple buildings. So the bike shops, uh, at least in the beginning, going to open up in an old beer processing building. So uh, still has a little bit of the funk inside. Yeah, give uh-huh. it the flavor. You know, uh, you're you're, yeah, you're like following it. a similar tack to what we're doing yeah. with our shop here yeah. because we're moving a mile up oh, the yeah, street. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, I mean, you if you remember yeah. the neighborhood, the old C and D factory up on keith and uh fratney it's like two and a half square blocks oh yeah except for a lot of space yeah yeah, yeah so huge. we're so we're so a, a friend of mine is is subleasing a guy one guy bought that whole place so some guy bought two and a quarter oh. square blocks of milwaukee somehow <laughs> uh he's from chicago he's super cool yeah. he, dude he went so this guy yeah. he, he, he was he owns the this huge property and he's from chicago and he has some stuff down there and I, for like all of last week, he was kind of sitting out in the parking lot 
taking Cream City brick that had been demolished from a wall where they put a door in or something um, and chipping off all the mortar and stuff and making these neat piles of bricks. And I'm like, this guy's got it made and he's sitting out there whacking on bricks. He he must really (laughs) like doing bricks, man. But yeah, this is totally a... I still have a a Cream City brick that I took from the rubble of that warehouse fire across from uh, Truly Spoken. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was uh, East Side yeah. something. It was a car repair place yeah, right. actually with some apartments above uh, it. Yeah, West yeah, Coast Joe, East Coast Joe, East Coast Joe, okay, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. a piece of Milwaukee yeah. history, and that you know what? That's still a big blank pile yeah. of nothing there. So <laughs> green space or green? Space. Oh yeah, I guess that's what they call I guess it. It's green. To be green. fair, kind of green. Uh, right across the street from the current shop is a very nice green area. It's actually greening up pretty good right now. Just it's been warm enough a few days that it's like, oh yeah, look at that. It's greenish, not gray and drabbyish. So what what do you think the shop's going to focus on? Do you have? Is it going to be a bike shop for everybody, or you got kind of well, a, a niche, as they say? No, yeah. So right now, so the shop's right next to relatively new, a couple of year old uh, mountain bike trails. Uh, right now, we're up to about eight miles plus, but it's expanding. I mean, there's, there's the whole, this is all uh, park property land that the trails are on. Um, but they also own this field that was rented out to a farmer for years. Um, so that's going to be huge stuff. So my hopes, my plans, and I was sort of, Helping working on those trails um, in some of the early times for that, even though I can never make it out for trail days uh, or for work days. But I'm hoping that the trail riding will be pretty open to some different kinds of bikes. Certainly, a lot of the trail is very full, very squishy bike friendly right now. And certainly, with some of the jump stuff going on too, you got to have something to handle that. So this, so trail yard would, I'm definitely going to do a heavy, heavy mountain bike focus. And then as things go along and, and hopefully a little bit in the beginning, but obviously subject to availability, uh, stretching the definition of what a trail bike could be. Obviously. <laughs> I just, I just pushed Tony's button off. So he didn't cough in the thing. And yeah, then he started coughing. I'm like, what the, the hell is going on? Button didn't quite work, yeah. <laughs> so have, have you talked to Vince at Chumba yet at about being a dealer for those guys? Maybe. Oh, that's good. I yeah. haven't. I should definitely look into that. I'd look I, at, I mean, you're, all. you know, it's like Black Sheep in Madison, us. There's a couple, you know, it's, yeah. I, it tends to be shops that are a little more focused on, you know, a specific niche yeah. and also yeah. kind of a specific yeah. customer, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I, I have to say, I do feel like it will be kind of, there's definitely a part of me and people that work in bike shops, I think will totally understand this, that I'm a little bit happy to get out of the jack of all trades bike shops to some degree. And I say that, and I know I'll miss some parts of it. Um, and I still want to have some level of kids bikes that kids can take, I mean, kids taking balance bikes on, uh, some of the trail stuff, but, uh, it's going to be fun leaving that for a little bit. Like I said, I still want to stretch the definition a little bit. I don't want people to walk in and feel like it's Red Bull Rampage every day. But, um, <laughs> right, for sure. Everybody yeah. but, and then a part of it, too, is yeah, it's, what, it's making it accessible, I think. And it's making sure that people don't only view mountain biking as Red Bull Rampage, as uh, Crank Works, whatever it might be. It's making it. It's all these things. It's looking at the history of mountain biking, and with I think with that is a big part of what a mountain bike can be. So, so do you still have some old school bikes from I don't know what what's the earliest mountain bike you still own? Like how what vintage? You mean the eight fifty? I don't know. I'm asking him, not you. Yeah, 
no. I've got a Trek 950 from 1991, um, and that's still and that's got the lens on it still. Color? That's currently kind of a mountain, a single speed mountain cruiser. Color? Um, but I, I back when I had, I had, I used to have that one be my one by ten friction kind of bike packing, get any do anything bike, and I, I took that on trails as that it did just fine. We have this one day where we went out on some different trails with an old Trek Y-frame, that bike, a brand new, full, relatively new uh, Trek Remedy full suspension, um, and then my bike, and we were all riding together, having fun, uh, looking <laughs> like a bunch of weirdos. Y-frame, that's uh, nice. That bike, like, a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, that one's actually hanging up at someplace else now. But um, my other one, so at, a couple of years after that Purple 950, I picked up a 93 track 930 it was just in a little bit better shape the size was a little bit better that when i so i swapped the drivetrain over so that's now my one by ten friction uh bike and but for the record i'm a big advocate of one by whatever friction drivetrains i think they're so much fun very few problems um well yeah you've got an automatic adjuster in your hand you don't even have to worry about it it's like there you go don't worry about it i will say as long as you don't have a bent frame Oh, I learned the hard way oh, that there. that my one by ten um, friction um, micro shift did not work well on my mm. let's just say not really true frame. Uh, well, as you get more gears <laughs> on your drivetrain, of course, right. it's much more important that your chain lines right and all the other right, bullshittery right. is correct yeah. because you know you get an old yeah. seven or eight speed drivetrain, you get you a lot more yeah, you have so much more room, a lot yeah. more room to mess around and not be quite dead nuts on all the time but i agree with that i do like a one yeah. by a one by anything but especially a, a one oh, yeah. by 10 is fun uh so here's yeah. an idea joshua i think uh if you have a few old school bikes i've got like a 85 not 95 or 96 teesdale uh, mountain bike and i've got like a 95 oh, yeah. Yeah. gt you know full suspension lts1 that was and it still has a uh allow a leader fork on it so it's like oh that's a snapshot in time in mountain oh. bike history right but yeah. it would be cool yeah, yeah to like i send you that bike for three months you send me something and i put something up in my you know just kind of you were talking about the history thing before yeah. and i think that would be kind of kick ass yeah and no, you know definitely. maybe we I get another so half a dozen shops yeah. yeah for sure i don't know sometimes yeah. oh, if you guys, not to not to name drop here or not to like do a advert here if you guys haven't seen it uh Rack actually put out this really awesome, like with Gary Fisher book about some just sort of hit Gary Fisher everything. I'm pretty sure Track actually released it. They're who I ordered it from. You, if you guys don't have it, definitely get your hands on it. It looks awesome, amazing design. I haven't read the whole thing, but awesome stories in it. Yeah, cool. definitely got to pick that up. I'm, I've met the man several times, and he's uh, just one of the greatest cool. characters. I mean, next to my buddy Ralph. Mm-hmm who has passed because of a plane crash that he precipitated on himself. Mm -hmm. Gary Fisher is one of the most colorful guys in the business. And uh, I remember when uh, I think Gomez and I were in, we were in Vegas at Interbike or something. And Mm -hmm. it was like very early fat bike days, like maybe 2011 or 12 or something. And he's walking around and we started talking about fat bikes and he goes into this like 30 second thing where he's just like, these are going to be the shit, man. You know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) 
and we have a video of it. Like, I think it's one of the most viewed videos we have on our little YouTube channel. But it's just great because he's like, this is the goodness, you know, or whatever. It's like something. But he was just like super excited. But it was like we were talking to him. And then I go, Gary, what do you think of uh, fat bikes? And then he kind of steps back from me a little bit. And I had the camera going. And he went into this like, you know, kind of like a spiel. And it was mm-hmm. awesome. It was so great. He can spiel. Oh, he spiels the hell out of stuff. Yeah, he spiels. All right, Joshua, um, anything? Well, we probably, you could be on this show anytime you want, because I'm sure you've got a lot more to talk about, especially, you know, just experiences in the bike business. One thing I do want to ask you you to do, if you can, and if you have the time, is go hang out with Chris down in in Indianapolis at Psychic Derailer, and, and, you know, I think you guys would be simpatico, man. Oh, I think I'm, what was his old shop's name? Ah, it was a big shop. Big shop. It was a yeah. big one. It was a big, very large shop. I mean, he's got kind of a little YouTube thing he does, just oh, okay. a sort of couple minute thing. He's got a shop which is, you yeah. know, doing Surleys and Rivendells only, I believe. Um, yeah. And he'll service yeah, either I, I one of those I brands. Him. Did he used to run a one? A one though. Does that sound right? That's no. that might be it. Yeah, possible. That's very probable. I yeah, don't know. yeah. I think I met him years. I think I met him years ago. Uh, and uh, we we took the kids down to some museum. Uh, and I, I was like, I, yeah, I'm like, yes, but I also got a top of the shop when I'm <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure how your shop is going to, if you're going to be the only guy in there, or you're going to get a big staff of a bunch of people, but he's a, like a one man no, show. Like, not. well, yeah. besides Tony, I'm a one man yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that makes it a two man show, too, <laughs> sort of, but one and a half. Well, and Al too, he's a th- <laughs> third guy too, but I, we don't really, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And JK, cause you know, JK is here. He's on the microphone over there. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, I, you know, I just, I love, like, I love one person or very, very small staff shops like, like Joe in Brooklyn. I love reading his stuff all the time because he's 708 cyclery. He's just like, it's just him pretty much. It's super cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, All right, man. This will definitely be bigger than that, but it's going to feel very, it's going to feel very homey, I hope so. All right. Well, we'll we'll come down and judge. I'll bring Tony. We'll bring some electric bikes. We'll rip your trails up with electric bicycles. Speaking of homie, (laughs) best to lease in the kids. Oh, everybody's all good. Good. Kids are uh, almost eight and four now. They're awesome. I'll give them the best. Definitely. Cool. They can tear Tony's purple hair out when he gets down there. All right, Joshua. Thank you very much for being part of the show. You made it very interesting for everybody. For sure. All right. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time. Adios. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. I'll be here. All right. Bye. Once again. Well, we should real quick and throw in Shannon's event coming up because there's shit to do. Just going to say. 2021, 30 donut. I was just going to say how much our listeners that call in save our show for us almost every time. Yeah, that is true. Isn't that the greatest thing in the world? Tony had this very cryptic note. (laughs) <laughs> on the shit worth doing portion of this dirty donut ride, Tony has details. So here are the details. Do tell the dirt tales. It's, uh, the dirty donut race has over two hundred people registered for it. The deal is it's a forty mile fat bike ride race. There's three donut stops along the course. You get five minutes off each of your finish time for each donut you consume. Ah, if you take a donut off and don't finish sure. it. You're disqualified. Oh, boy. If you puke, 
you're disqualified. Oh boy, oh, <laughs> that's my kind of race. Are the donut stops at the top of like massive hills, so you're already ready to hurl yeah, anyway? Yeah, probably. Where is this torture test of donut? This is uh, shittery, Michigan. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm certain if you Google it, it'll tell you. I bet if you put a note in the show notes, it'd save everybody a bunch of time. Shannon, could you send me a note for the show notes? <laughs> it, when is it? August? No, it's the like two weeks from now. It's or oh, maybe next well, it's a little bit short notice to start trying to pimp something. Let's well, get some activity pimping, going there. Gonna put, go put the have the funds. Well, the um, donut we'll put part. a note in, and it's it's coming up soon, though. I'll I'll tell you that. Copy that before next week or not? Uh, not because then we can talk about it then, and you'll have more of your homework done by that time. Mm, Stay tuned maybe. for next I week's reacting episode. May twenty. Oh no, that's the brewery tour. Nashgash is May. 22nd. You're just messing everything up. Hey, I'm put sorry. that one on for next week too. We'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We I'm sorry. Time. It's just your fault, and I'm going to say bye. bye. We are sorry, but the show has ended. Goodbye.